Everyone knows the apron is the hardest part of the ring, but this is the nerdiest part of the ring, your weekly news roundup for the wide world of wrestling. I am your host for the evening, I am the five-star man, Asa Gray, and joining me at this time is the Big D, Dalton Anthony. Yo! How are you doing tonight, Dalton? Oh man, I'm doing good, I'm doing good, I'm, I'm almost done with the work week, I got a big weekend ahead of me that we're going to kind of touch on, and yeah, uh, yeah no, I'm, I'm excited, I, I'm starting to feel normal-ish from the rona um so like this is the best i felt in about a month good and i, and I think that it is the perfect time for this <laughs> <laughs> so well that's good i'm glad you're feeling better uh we got a a big week of stuff to talk about um before we get into the news of the week though the setup uh couple bits of information if you listened to us last week you heard me tease a big announcement that we put up on twitter uh at nerdiest part of course uh that is that dalton and i are going to be appearing on twitch.tv slash kind of funny uh we get to interview greg miller the ceo of kind of funny uh the 2015 trending gamer of the year i am so excited um if you're listening to this if you know me personally, you know that I am a huge fan of Kind of Funny in general. It's a wonderful online community. Uh, Greg is a hilarious, just fantastic person. He's also a big wrestling fan. So uh, th- there's going to be two episodes next week. We're going to do our normal news episode that we would do. And then we are also doing a special interview with Greg Miller. So, yeah. And it's it's super important for us if you can get up on that twitch feed when we're up there show out for us a little bit if you're one of our now don't do anything stupid that's gonna make us look bad but like right. <laughs> like show us that people actually do support us because like it's super cool that we get this opportunity um and if we get more listeners there's probably like we'd probably like we have a good chance to grow this show at a very early stage so if you're listening to us uh asa can you give us the time on that again yeah so that is going to be uh next friday january 28th It'll be 5 p.m. Central, so that's uh, 6 p.m. Eastern. That's 3 p.m. Pacific time, uh, which is their time. But 5 p.m. Central time, J- Friday, January 28th, at twitch.tv slash kindoffunny. Actually, I think it's... Oh, this is very unprofessional of me. That's fine. We have. I a... think it's kind of funny. I think it's kind of funny games. But if you... So whenever he gets that, show up to this Twitch chat and like show us some love on this, because this is... Yeah, I, Twitch, I, it's it's twitch.tv slash kind of funny games yeah because they have the two youtube channels they have kind of funny uh and kind of funny games but their twitch is kind of funny games yeah um it's not that i need to feel important but it would be really cool if we had some like actual fans in there because i'm sure there'll be some people commenting to us anyway but mm-hmm. like we don't know those people it would be really cool if it was people that we knew as well as some new people um Show them that there's actually a listener base for us. Show them that we're not just two random people that do this on Thursday nights for kicks and giggles. I mean, we do that too, but we like to think we have some entertainment value out of it. And also watch me just absolutely... How far into the interview do I get before I totally break down and just swoon? And like, go full Chris Farley Saturday Night Live of... Remember that time you gave that little kid a, a tombstone pile driver at the at the panel at Kansas City? That I really, awesome. I really hope that you go fool me in front of X Pac. That's what like I don't want that <laughs> because that would be for really shitty audio. But like, <laughs> it's one of those things that I'm not very proud of the fact that you've got to see me at one of the very few times in my life that I was speechless under my own emotions. Um, mm-hmm. But it would be nice to have that one up on you where I'm like, fortunately, there's just a picture to prove mine. 
Um, <laughs> oh yeah, this is because and this will get um this this will be recorded as a podcast. So you'll if you're not able to to uh, check out twitch.tv slash kind of funny games uh, Friday January twenty eighth five p.m. Central Time. Yeah, uh, we will be posting it on our feed because it's part of the instead. Basically, he did a not he kind of funny as a company. They do an annual pledge drive at the end at the beginning of each year uh, for kind of funny day, their anniversary. And last year, it was one of the if they raised enough money, they would put out the call and you can do they were going to do 10 community podcasts where Greg would appear on and you would get to interview him. And it got pushed, it got shuffled around, and then Greg and uh, his wife Jen, they had their baby, so like schedules got a little bit shuffled. But they're coming through, they're doing it now. They put out the applications, I submitted one just as a, hey, what if? This would be cool, right? Thinking like, I'm not super well known within the, like, I have a, I have made some really good friends within the Kind of Funny community, and, and that makes me really happy. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, shout out to Kyle Stevenson, uh, Nathan Brandt, uh, Billy the Door, Nano, frankfurt or like the average comrades guys like i've made some really really good friends um but like i'm not like i'm not really anybody like if someone said the five star man it's like oh i might have heard that on like a where he wrote in a question for kind of funny games daily or something like that but i'm not like known and this podcast being so new i was just like well you know they probably want something a little bit more established but you know hey what does it hurt turns out it doesn't hurt at all so (laughs) we got selected um if anything it helps (laughs) yeah maybe um, but we got selected. I'm so, so excited. I can't wait. And yeah, hopefully if you're listening to this, you get a chance uh, to tune in uh, next week while we're doing it. And then, like I said, yeah, we do get to post the whole thing as a audio podcast as well. So you're getting two episodes next week. Our normal news show like we're doing tonight, which we will get to news, I promise. And the uh, bonus episode, the interview with Greg Miller. So yeah. Very, very excited. Uh, the other part of the setup here is uh, our episode of Dalton and I of Arguably Entertaining is live over at Podzilla 1985. That got posted a couple days ago. We argue uh, it is myself and Cody Sandusky taking on the man himself, Tanner Tanner Calvert, my brain turned off, and Dalton, uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles versus Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. It was, I had a great time, like I said last week. Since it's fairly new, we still won't get into spoilers, but uh, it was a great time. It was a lot of fun to do. They are getting ready to record, I believe this weekend, it's going to be Mario versus Sonic. Because we're we're working around getting, I think it's going to be Shannon and Mandy going one on one. So that's going to be that's going to be real good. So of course, if you aren't already subscribed to the Podzilla 1985 Podcasting Network, check them out. That is our origin story. Those are our dear dear friends, and check out our episode. It was a lot of fun. So. Yeah, um, and again, like I said last week, it's just really good that we're we kind of branched out and did this on our own. But um, it's really good to go back anytime I can do Podzilla 1985. I, I will happily do it when they yeah. allow me. Oh, absolutely. Uh, actually, one other thing to add. I, I, I threw this out there to you earlier today, and I'm not making an official announcement at all, but like more testing water. So like if you hear this, let us know on Twitter. But I'm half thinking about starting a TikTok channel for Nerdiest Part of the Ring. And it would mostly be, you know, like when so when a news story breaks... I can do like a little quick, you know, or one of us can do, or you can do figure reviews. Cause I would give you like the login information and stuff of just like, so like today, Hey, it, just jump ahead a little bit. Hey, it looks like WWE is not going to grant Mustafa, uh, Mustafa Ali his release and do just a little bit of info before we do the full episode, the weekly podcast. That way you're not having to wait, you know, cause our curse, something major usually happens 
whenever we're done recording. And then we have to wait the full week. Almost. But then maybe do footage from like wrestling shows we're at, uh, you know, figure purchases, unboxing, just, you know, a variety of stuff. Haven't really fully committed to it, but I thought it might be just kind of a fun thing to do. So keep an eye on our Twitter. That's, of course, at Nerdiest Part. Uh, and if we if we pull the trigger on it, I'm going to have some downtime this weekend. So I might just do that then. Who knows? We'll see. But uh, if you think that would be cool, let us know. Uh, if you are like, I don't like TikTok. I don't understand it. I literally just downloaded it like two, three weeks ago. And it doesn't make any sense, but I feel like it could be kind of fun to do stuff for it. There are so many cat videos. I'm, <laughs> I'm a fa- I downloaded it as a joke in 2020. I'm that person where I'm like, oh, I'll download this. Addicted. Love it. Mm-hmm. Fiend for it. Um, anytime the acclaim does a rap, it ends up on it. And I share it to all my friends that aren't wrestling fans because it's usually always funny to just me. The, the one from last night. Bigger disaster than Starcade '97. That was good. I did like last week's uh, when they ended it. Uh, shout out to Betty White because we always stay golden. That one was also well. That was two weeks ago because I also like mentioned uh, Antonio Brown, and it was yeah. the one where Taz couldn't stop popping. Because again, I think Max Max Caster only does it for Taz at this point. He's like Taz really enjoys this, and I like that guy. <laughs> if I break if I break Taz, then mission accomplished. Yeah. So. Uh, but yeah, so keep an eye out for that. Maybe. Question mark. It may not happen. It may happen. I wouldn't hate if we got a little bit more video focus. That's kind of one of my longer term goals for this show. But who knows? We'll see. Um, but on to the news of the week because we do have a lot to talk about. And unfortunately, uh, the first thing we have to talk about is pretty heavy, pretty sad. Um This is coming straight from Do- at Don West Deals. Uh, Don West, he's the former... Uh, commentator for TNA for Impact Wrestling and he posted unfortunately my cancer is back and I'm undergoing chemo thanks to all that have contributed in the past and if you'd like to donate the GoFundMe page is join the Don West tag team against lymphoma god bless Um, we will be attaching a link to that GoFundMe to the episode notes so if you have the means if you can donate please do uh, or even just sharing the link to the GoFundMe just to kind of spread the message out there is wonderful. Let me actually see what their goal. Yeah, so it's a $40,000 goal. And as of Thursday evening, 630, they have raised $26,137. So um, heartbreaking news. Don seems to be a really, really nice guy. He's someone that you really don't hear many negative things about. Uh, as a human so yeah he was the, just... he was the big reason why i would constantly log on to a tna impacts website um in the late 2000s because mm-hmm. he was always running those deals and like my mom wasn't going to put her credit card information in there but i definitely wanted to see what was on sale and if it was in fact a crazy deal and how badly we how tempting it always was because he always did those mystery bags too i did one of those mis- no i didn't i thought about it um, I almost did a mystery bag at the Impact show that I went to where uh, everybody didn't have their Missouri license. And again, hindsight mm-hmm. being what it is, how do you do that? Like, <laughs> go! Yeah, well, we maybe 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 we can do like a story time as yeah. part of the TikTok as like part of the TikTok and talk about stuff like that. Yeah, so, that could be kind of fun. I'm, I'm kind of coming around on this idea of starting a TikTok. Maybe by, by the end of the episode, I'm just going to have it already set up and ready to go. Um, All right. <laughs> Sounds good. But 
all our all, all of our all of our thoughts, all of our best, all of our prayers to Don West and his family. And uh, yeah, like I said, we'll have the link to that GoFundMe on both the Twitter and the episode description for this episode. Um, and then to kind of turn things around, uh, it's some really really great news. Last night, John Moxley made his return to AEW television following his stint in uh, rehab to get his drinking under control. And hey, go fuck yourself. Get that guy out of here. I like, need you to know I watched that live. I remember I was like, I think I was playing WWE Supercard while it was going on. I was like, all right, cool. I can look like it's a promo. I can listen to it. And mm-hmm. I was playing. And then I, hey, hey, go fuck yourself. And I literally like looked up and I was like, that happened. Like uncensored, uncensored. No, there was, there was bleep. no bleep. So uh, I then I so I watched it on Sling uh, because cable providers are insane. So mm. I re like I rewound it because of course I was recording it and I watched it like four times because for some reason it got funnier every time around. The third time I recorded it and sent it to you because again I was mm. in such shock that. Well, all right. I'm not gonna say shock that he said it. He definitely said it. Like, and that's not surprising. Um. Because I've listened to like him like host oral sessions, and that dude just says whatever he went wants, whenever he wants, and does not care. Um, yeah. But like, I, it was one of those things where I'm like, does AEW not run on an eight second delay like literally everything else does? Um, apparently not, because that got right through. Uh, we were talking about it, and I was like, dude, Tony Khan has to be a little pissed. But then the amount of traction that that got, because it's one of those things that he didn't tell some fan that said, you suck. Like he wasn't like the guy was being an open shit bag. And again, we're we're very positive people here at Nerdy's part of the ring, unless you're a piece of shit to which we will happily use the same sentiments that Moxley said. Go fuck yourself. Because who spends the money to buy a ticket like that to openly be a dick about someone's recovery? Like... You are not the kind if 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 someone if you're thinking that dude was funny or cool or you wish you could have done that, go ahead and just turn it off now because you're not our target audience. You're not the kind of that you're not the kind of person that we want in our in our in our you know orbit. Yeah. Because man, what a what a piece of shit move to do. And I hope they did. Like I didn't see any kind of follow up on it, but I do. I hope they throw him out. I hope yeah, that dude I lost was... his money. He wasted that ticket money and. He's gone. Like, I was talking okay. to uh, Jay Spade about it uh, from Stride Pro Wrestling. We were talking because I sent it to him, too, because, again, it's one of those things where I sent it to all the mm-hmm. people I knew it was going to be funny for. And he's right. one of the people I knew it would be funny for. And I was like, he was like, that was not on live TV, right? And I was like, no, it was on live TV, mm-hmm. like uncensored. And, TBS, baby. Uh, yeah. So <laughs> they know drama. That's not even their catchphrase anymore. <laughs> um uh, It never was. But anyway, uh, he was like, you think that guy got kicked out? And I was like. Dude, AEW has a very strict, like, code of conduct when it comes to shit like that. Like, I believe the person that said Nyla Rose was this guy's dad, like, that Mm -hmm. guy got kicked out, I'm pretty sure. So, if that dude got, which totally deserved, by the way, again, I'm going to say that AEW was right on that. Um, If that person got kicked out, I don't see why the go fuck yourself guy... Uh, was going to get kicked out. Like, wouldn't have gotten kicked out. Like, if they caught, like, if security saw who it was, and the, I'm sure there were some fans there being like, it was that dude. Yeah. Um, I'm willing to say that that dude did get removed. I haven't seen any reports on it. But, uh, yeah, that dude's a piece of shit. Uh, because, again, like you said, who does that? Like, that's, that is bad. 
I believe yeah, we left just... that era of humanity aside in the Attitude Era when it came to wrestling, and I was very happy that we did. Um, that was... It was uncalled for. It was a gross comment. And again, it was... If you knew what the promo was going to be after that, it made that dude's comment even more tasteless. Yeah. Like, it was already pretty gross. Then to realize that he was actually very much going to delve into that, mm-hmm. that dude's an even bigger piece of shit, which, like, you wouldn't think is possible. And, and I will say, too, just because I, I don't want to spend any more time talking about the dick bag, um, but, like, I want to give props to AEW for letting him come back and just and cut that promo. Like, letting him, not just immediately throwing him into a storyline. You know, giving him a, or going into his whatever his next feud is going to be. He actually got to cut a very, very heartfelt, genuine, honest promo or interview. And it's one of those, like, you know, at the end of the year when we do the when we do the best ofs again or our favorite things. Like, I very much see this one being up there. But, like, you know, is it, it's like when Daniel Bryan retired. Like, well, do you count this as a promo? Because it really wasn't building towards a or match like, or anything. Or like, well, this no, the CM genuine... Punk one did build towards a match. Yeah. But like, no, but you're absolutely right. Because it wasn't a, he didn't call it, and it, it's the opposite of CM Punk. Because the CM Punk one, the last two minutes, turned on Darby Allen. Right. But this one, there was no, like, he just, like, he very much just said why he's here now. Which, again, was awesome. Like, it was a really, really good promo. Like, Moxley has always been good on the microphone. And he had a really good direction on where he was going with it. And he made, like, that was a mission statement. In my line of work, anytime you do a paper or anytime, like, you have to, like, make a new uh, policy, they always want a mission statement. And Moxley gave us a master class on that. There is nothing that that man is going to do for at least a year now that we aren't going to know the... the, um, reason why he's doing it that character is well-defined for quite a while now and he was a well-defined character before where he was just kind of crazy now he's crazy with a purpose hopefully hopefully like he does take over wrestling that way because we have seen moxley wrestle literally everywhere including gcw's hammerstein ballroom on sunday Mm -hmm. like and i hope that that promo carries into his wrestling like i hope that he takes that and he will it's john moxley like i hope he takes the energy of that and puts it towards everything he's about to do. The uh, um, the line of the night to me was the nowadays all I drink is blood. Like the the hype of that is just mm, and again I want it. it's believable because it's John Moxley. Like it's one of those things where like that line would have sucked if it came from literally anybody else. Yeah, if it wasn't, if it wasn't, you know, if it was written for him, which granted he could probably turn it into something cool, but like, it's just, he is, I know I've said before that Samoa, I think Samoa Joe is the most effortlessly cool person to exist. Moxley's up there. You got, I, I, I I can't argue that. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, so it's great to see John Moxley back. It was a really, really great segment. Looks amazing. Yeah. He definitely dropped some weight. He definitely, he definitely, uh, thinned out a little bit um he looks he looks younger and i don't know if his hair has grown out just a little bit more if that adds to it well he also had a like and again i mean the man dealt with alcoholism so i'm not like nobody's shitting on him it's just a matter of fact you saw a picture of like right before he left he had a rounder face and that is i mean when you're can it looked like he had a little bit of the bloat going on i will say like i know what picture you're talking about but it was a weird angle 
It, well, it, it was a weird angle. It was also a, a still from a video. It wasn't an actual like photograph. So any, I don't know why I said photograph like that. It wasn't like an actual still image. They like paused in the middle of him cutting a promo. So like he was jazzed up and it was like, I was seeing people kind of credit a little bit more than I think they should have towards the alcohol side of things. I'm not saying it didn't play a a factor, yeah, but uh, it would be interesting to see like a pro an actual, like still promo picture side by side, as opposed to, like I said, just kind of a, a still from a video. Yeah. But yeah, no, he did. He did absolutely look. Uh, he looked amazing as well. And this is already someone who was already looking pretty solid. Like it looked like he was, you know, uh, getting 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 real strong. So, but it's great to see him. I can't wait to see what they do with him next. Uh, I would. It kind of seemed like before he left, they were kind of half teasing maybe a, a anti-hero angle against Hangman, uh, maybe if, if not a heel turn full on. But I kind of want to see him go up against Daniel Bryan, like keep Daniel Bryan heel for right now, and then have that match just Let because the- I want to see Moxley versus uh, Bryan Danielson. I think I just said Daniel Bryan because indoctrination. Yeah. But um, if that happens, I want Bikers, uh, Bikers Moxley. God, yeah, I- we're moving on. Oh! We're moving on. We're moving on. I bet he uh, looks amazing in those right now. This is a this is a two part story coming up because it's it's shot and chaser uh, on. I believe it was Monday, Sunday. Oh, it was. um, Where did it go? Nope, not you. I had the link, but then it's not here anymore. Okay, there it is. Um, So, yeah, uh, Mustafa Ali posted on social media, on his Twitter and his Instagram, that he has requested his release from WWE. Uh, The statement says, I have a message that is much bigger than my dreams in pro wrestling. Despite my best efforts, I will not be able to deliver this message while working with WWE. Therefore, I am requesting my release from WWE. Um, So it was like, oh, dang, that's pretty surprising. Um, I'm not going to get into the full report of it because it is on Fightful Select. And if you care at all about wrestling news, the the Fightful Select Patreon is a wonderful, wonderful resource um, and I'm not going to, but it's, it's well worth the money. Sean Ross Sapp is one of the best going right now. That's a great team of people breaking news. And, uh, but I, I'm not going to rip off from there, but apparently he, um, part of that story involves that Mustafa Ali had asked off for paternity leave. And so people just assume that's where he's been this whole time, like since back in November, but it turns out he only asked to miss one single show and they just haven't brought him back since then <laughs> well and we've then, never heard of that happening before ricky steamboat yeah so and then uh it was i'm i'm pulling this from 411 mania because this came out today uh this is 411 mania by jeffrey harris as previously reported wwe superstar mustafa ali announced earlier this week that he requested his release from wwe it was also rumored that wwe higher-ups nixed a character idea mustafa ali pitched that was initially accepted also, Vince McMahon later came up for it with an idea for Ali, was said to be something Mustafa Ali would never have done, and the two supposedly had a heated argument. Fightful Select now has an update reporting that WWE is not planning to grant Ali's release request. And, man, I know this is a new show, we're trying to be more positive, um, but, like, when you cut, what, was it 80-something, 100-something people in calendar year 2021 due to budget cuts 
And now you have someone say, hey, take me out, coach. That, that'll free up some money. Fix the budget problems. And you're going to tell him no? Are you serious? Like, and especially after that, do you remember the Nick Khan interview where he talked to Ariel Helwani? And when he asked him about all these releases and Nick Khan played it off as just like, oh, no, we don't mind. If people leave and go somewhere else, we don't mind. Well, like, yeah, no shit. You're firing people. Yeah. But now you're going to say, oh, no, 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 you you have to stay. We're not you. We haven't used you in more than two months. We've already said no to your to your idea. We probably pitched him something terrible uh, that he refi- that he doesn't want to do because he's gone on record as like saying he never wants to play the stereotypical evil foreigner because it's a, it's a really heartwarming story of him being that character before he got to WWE and like a little kid being afraid of him. And he then was like, if that kid is afraid of me, what if he's afraid of everyone like me? So he wants to be a positive role model, especially in a community that is still pretty demonized as Middle Eastern. Like, yeah. So the idea of them pitching him something along those lines, which we have no idea. That's pure speculation. That may not be fair. Uh, but like, but I'd, at, at the same time, like there's a precedent of that were shitty <laughs> portrayals of people who aren't white. Like we, one we are going to get into in about three minutes. Um yep. Uh, only, minutes. although that's uh, the opposite, because that's super white. Anyway, um, too white, too white. Um, well, that was never a team at WWE, surprisingly. Uh, <laughs> but anyway, like it's exactly what you're saying. They released so many people last year and the year before for budget cuts, and now you have somebody being like, "I mean, I don't want to work here anymore." Well, no, you got to stay. And mm-hmm. again, I like look at the. For, like Facebook posts and Twitter like comment threads of stuff like this and like well maybe they're gonna do something with them and every time I don't do it because that's just looking for a fight but every time I want to be like oh honey this is your first time here huh because <laughs> that's not what they're gonna do at all I don't know how long Mustafa Ali's um, contract is for uh, apparently it is a uh, while a while so mm-hmm. hopefully here's what I hope happens I hope that dude just sits on his, or, well, not sits on his ass. I want him to stay working out. That guy's a god. But, like, I want him to stay at his home with his lovely family and just collect that paycheck, baby. Don't try to make that company any more money than you have to. And that's the most positive thing I can say about it. I hope that is exactly what happens. Because I don't see them, A, giving him anything of note. I don't see, like... I just want him to stay training and just collecting that paycheck, baby. That's it. And that's Asa. That's as nice as I'm going to get about it. Because if I say anything else, I'm going to start getting angry. Yeah, it's just it, he clearly wants more is the problem. So it, 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 and, and that's a bummer that like he he won't be happy if he's just, you know, getting paid but not being able. Because like, honestly, as as a wrestler, how furious were you when you saw that video of him doing the no look uh, um, sharpshooter? Oh, it's that dude is it's that talent you want to punch in the throat. <laughs> like that dude. Uh, so it's just like he man, he, imagine... he moves like Pac moves and mm-hmm. Pac is an anomaly. Like uh, we've all seen T2 Terminator, right? Terminator T2. Yeah. Um, remember the guy like the, the evil Terminator that was made of liquid and you're like, that's not realistic. That's that's Mustafa Ali and Pac. That's how their bodies move. It really defies like logic and gravity half the time. Um, he did the imploding 450 or the uh, I-54, 
or the mm-hmm. O54. And it's like that's not like human bodies don't do that. And I'm like you yeah, are physics, you are physics like physics don't apply. Yeah, like you are past human ability. And just and he's also just like really good. Remember the uh Cedric uh Alexander Mania match? Mm-hmm. And I was like, and I just remember looking at you. I was like, they, it's this, this is a pre-show, and they're murdering each other. And this is all, like, it was like one of the best matches of the night. And I was like, yep. these dudes are just like straight up committing murder on each other, and it was so great. Um, that also is a testament to Cedric Alexander. But like Mustafa Ali has been so good for such such a long time. Like even coming out of the cruiserweight classic, he was one of the like top people coming out of that. That dude was awesome coming out of that they gave him some cool shit unfortunately got hurt fortunately that led to kofi mania so like you crack an egg to make an omelet um unfortunately that was the egg and it feels like ever since then there's been nothing retribution fell flat super quick and it's like which which that was that was never going to succeed and not because of the talent involved because if you like if you tell me hey we got a stable of mustafa ali dominic dijakovic Shane Thorne, uh, Mercedes Martinez, Mia Yim, and um, even um, Mace. Mace, I'm blanking on his. Brennan Williams. Extra- Wait a minute, yeah. is it Brennan Williams? I think it's Brennan Williams. I, I think say, so. Yeah. Yeah. Like, holy crap! Like that is a stable of some really talented people. Yeah. And but oh no, it's just Antifa panic response. So it's never going to be taken to like it. It never really happened. Remember when chance, they so. remember when they just like broke power boxes and then cheered like uh, Tuscan Raiders? No, that was when they had the chainsaw and they were cutting the ring ropes. That's what it was. They, they cut the ropes and <laughs> cut the ropes. <laughs> like oh my god, fucking terrible. <laughs> but so yeah, I this is a bummer to see. This is this isn't great news. Um, you know, maybe they'll reconsider. Maybe something will come of this. But uh, right as of right now, he requested his release. It was denied. Big ol' thumbs down. So, uh, more contract status, though, in the news. As Cody Rhodes, current TNT champion, is technically a free agent. Apparently, uh, let me get that pulled up. Ba-ba-ba. Uh, this is from Wrestling Observer Online by Josh Nason. AEW founding member, executive vice president, and current TNT champion Cody Rhodes is, repeated, is reportedly a free agent, but is working on a new deal to remain with the company. Fightful first reported the news Monday. Our website has yet to hear back from either AEW or Rhodes to confirm. According to the report, Rhodes' deal expired at the end of 2021, and he has been working without a deal ever since. He is set to return this Wednesday on Dynamite, because obviously this was from earlier in the week. Yep. Uh, his first appearance since not being medically cleared to defend the title against Sammy Guevara at the first Battle of the Belts on January 8th. Um, a lot of people were losing their minds when this broke, as Cody's going to be in the Rumble. Cody's a free agent. He might leave AEW. He's got He's going to show up in the Royal Rumble with the TNT title. And I am here to say no. There's there's no way uh, Meltzer has come out and said that no one involved in AEW will be anywhere near the Royal Rumble match. Because why uh, would they? Yeah, like, there's there's that doesn't go. I think that doesn't benefit anybody. Really. No, because again, because, like and here's my here's my thought process behind it. Um, If you thought they handled Cody Rhodes, Cody Rhodes poorly in WWE. 
Now remove the fact that he has spent the better part of two years just openly shitting on WWE almost at any chance he could between the throne breaker mm-hmm. and like uh, the response to the piss ask as uh, piss ant company and like just openly shitting on WWE like yes they will handle him better now no you're great like you were legit crazy yeah and also, like a like AEW is is kind of winning. Like a pair, I didn't I didn't put this in the news because again, this isn't something that we are super knowledgeable or talk about a lot. But apparently, Dynamite beat Raw in the demo this week, which is pretty substantial, but not something that we would normally talk about. It. But part of it was uh, Mox's return, Cody's promo, and then the mixed tag match or in the main event. Those were like the four big segments for ratings wise. Um, all were you, really good. Did you see? Did you see the the Cody promo? I thought it was a promo that happened. It was. I enjoy. I, I, my brain is. Moves it too it fast doesn't. Sometimes. It doesn't it help. Was, oh, go ahead. Well, so I think Cody Rhodes is an incredible promo. He has a very very innate ability that not a lot of people have, where he can draw you in to the things that he's saying. My only issue with that promo last night is that it kind of felt a little bit disjointed. It's like he was trying to cover way too much ground at once, so he kind of hopped around a little bit more than it really made sense. Like, he kind of half put over, half took a shot at CM Punk to begin with, but then he kind of alluded to, you know, then he was talking about, like, the Forbidden Door and all of the things that, um, that he's achieved and people don't give him credit for. And then he ties it all in at the end with the Sammy Guevara uh, ladder match challenge for next week. It, but it like there was good stuff there. It just it felt rushed. And he even said like I, people told me to save this, but I don't know if I'll be able to or like when I'll get to say it again. Which teases into the whole he's working without a contract. What could happen there? Thing. So, but I, overall, I enjoyed it. I thought it was neat. Um, the the line of just like all these things CM Punk said he wanted to do, I did them. It's like, all right, that's, that's actually pretty neat. I, I did dig that, but, um, no, but no part of me thinks he's leaving AEW in any real capacity. No part of me thinks that he's going to be at the Royal Rumble. I think you got to kind of, it's fun to speculate. It's fun to get weird, but I think that's a bridge too far. I think the only person that you could say legitimately might be at the Rumble for, um, that works at AEW is Jericho. But mm-hmm. even then, like, whenever we made the joke back in, like, 2018 to 20, or 2016 to 2018 of, well, Kenny Omega can make it because, like, the travel works to where he would have exactly 20 minutes to put his gear on. <laughs> like, that was still more feasible than anybody from AEW. Now, if Moose ends up in the Rumble, I would believe that. I could see Moose being there. I could see Matt Cardona being there, not going as uh, Zack Ryder, but like, I think Moose is more likely. That's a bummer because apparently he sucks. But um. I'm just saying like, <laughs> but what I'm saying is like, I could see anybody from Impact showing up. Oh yeah. Impact. They got Mickey James. Like, I think that door is wide open. I yeah. don't think there will be more. I don't, I really don't. I don't think we're going to see male representation from Impact at the Royal Rumble, but it is infinitely more likely than anyone at AEW. Also, I, the reason I mentioned that Cody promo and you talking about him shitting on WWE, the line of, you know, we're not in the business of renaming people Gunner McGillagutty or whatever, that got a laugh out of me. Like, I 
Because that, that see, I was still really mad about that whole thing to where that <laughs> happened, and I felt my eyes almost roll out of my head. Oh, really? Yeah, and it's one of those things. Like, I'm not even like I'm not even internet hate Cody Rhodes. Like, mm-hmm. I don't. I'm not that level of where I just like. I just the few times we see him in the stuff he says. I'm like, mm-hmm. oh my god, okay, cool. And that like, it was a good promo. I think it really didn't help the fact that Moxley showed up the same night. Uh, because, But again, it is like more of a real-life situation versus a wrestling-scripted situation where Moxley sure. had better material to work with, unfortunately. Like, I wish he didn't have the material to work with that he did. I would much rather mm-hmm. not have that problem. But, sure. like, Cody's was... It was very wrestling promo, and it was super all over the place. Like, at a certain point, I, like, looked, and I'm like, he's still going. Yep. Where oh, was we... it, it was an eight, it was eight minutes. Yeah. And it was like, where, what are we getting to here? And then my brain like crapped out. And then I saw the promo uh, or I saw the promo pick of them two in a ladder match. And I was like, all right, cool. I thought they were going to do another brass ring thing or some shit. Cause that was, no, they're doing, they're doing the interim champion, you know, versus, two belts oh yeah. Champion. And I saw the picture yeah. cause well, and then <laughs> surprisingly I got caught up during the picture and picture of Sammy Guevara's promo. Cause Sammy Guevara <laughs> also had a promo. Um, it was during mm-hmm. the picture and picture. So he got no sound. He was just dropping the cards like he always does. Cause I was like, right. that's a bummer. Why couldn't Sammy just, and then I just started laughing. Cause I was like, I paid more attention to that. Cause I had to read. <laughs> But uh, so I don't. Yeah, I like I said, the the moral, though, is I I feel like any time now we're going to hear that he has um, officially resigned. He's going to, uh, you know, he's he's resigning with AEW. I don't see him going anywhere. And like I said, I just I cannot imagine that he is actually would leave the company that he founded. Yeah. And it's one of those wrestling. It's wrestling. Never say never. I, I know that, but, it, it, you know, yeah, I feel I'm pretty com- This is one where, boy, that episode of that episode of Nerdiest Part of the Ring is going to be uh, real embarrassing. That audio is probably going to get lost, but I'll make sure uh, Dylan speak- saves it just for this. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but speaking of one of those little jabs that Cody threw in at WWE, this is another story that is a two parter. Uh, I am reading this straight from Fightful.com from Jeremy Lambert. Uh, This is the updated version of the story, uh, the newest occurrence that again happened today. Uh, WWE has abandoned the filing for Gunther Stark. WWE filed a trademark Gunther Stark on January 13th, but abandoned the filing on January 19th. Following the news of the filing, many fans pointed out that Gunther Stark was the name of a Nazi commander. It was unknown how and who for WWE intended to utilize the trademark at the time of the filing. On Tuesday's NXT, Walter referred to himself as Gunther following his victory over Roderick Strong in the main event. Walter's name was officially changed to Gunther on the WWE website. And so there's a lot to unpack here. One, you gotta Google that shit. Because... Man, I think they did. Wanna... I think they did. No way. I mean, I truly do not I have a counterpoint. I have a counterpoint, but go ahead. This isn't a point. This is just, I truly want to believe that it was an oversight. Someone pitched the name. It was a, you know, someone pitched Gunther something. Someone pitched something Stark. Hey, Stark, that's from that hit TV show, right? Because that's kind of the level of... 
you know, pop culture relevancy that WWE flirts with sometimes. Like sometimes they get a bad bunny, one of the hottest acts going right now. Other times they are, you know, way behind the 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 eight ball. Sometimes I don't they think that's the phrase, but so, sometimes they get a snooky well after the show is done. Yeah, so <laughs> I think I'm willing to bet it was like a, someone pitched Gunther something, someone pitched something Stark. It, they combined the two and just went with it. They didn't think to 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 look it up. I want to believe that. And uh, this is the same company that recently had to cancel an action figure because uh, the Rising Sun. So. Um, I don't want to give them any kind of credit. And yes, it is different, and it is a different company working within that company. But mm-hmm. I'm just saying, very, wow, Maisie, sorry, that was, she, <laughs> all right, so one of my cats for a second literally jumped right in front of my face during that point and kind of scared me. Um, it was the, it was the community zombie episode. Is somebody throwing it? <laughs> it's what it looked like. In my camera, I just see a cat go flying across the screen. I swear I didn't throw her. She legit just jumped in front of my face to get to another blanket. Anyway, like... It's just really, really funny and really coincidental that a giant Austrian almost got the name of a Nazi U-boat commander. Like, it's one of those things where, like, at a certain point, a coincidence can only be a coincidence so far. Where it's like, man, that's really, like, that was that was just a random list of things that happened in order that definitely wasn't intentional. Mm-hmm. Because, like, again... Walter is Austrian, like, right. and those accents, the the German uh, accent and the Austrian accent, they are different, but they are still kind of similar. And Ooh, and it's and again, I don't give Vince McMahon that much credit because this is the same man that said the N word live on TV. Again, I gotta realize, like, I'm using a lot of past things here. And I'm actually not yelling nearly as much as I thought I was going to, but I'm working off of my precedent, Asa. It's very, 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 like, it's a very, very big coincidence that a giant Austrian, who if Vince isn't paying enough attention, would definitely say is German, gave him the name of a Nazi U-boat commander. And it's a big enough name in the, I, I don't, I don't, my World War II history isn't that good enough to know how, like, impressive Gun, uh, Gunther Scott Stark was, uh, but... I can actually answer that for you. Thank you. He's a Nazi, not impressive at all. Fuck you, fuck well, Nazis. Well, yes, obviously. That, wasn't, that was just, you know, fuck you to him, is what yes. I meant. Like, what I'm saying Andrew is... Andrew Legacy and everything you stand for. Yeah, I don't, but I don't know how, like, big that legacy was within the Nazis. Um, See, and I think the only, my only counter-argument is... It would be too subtle because up until the other day when this came out, how many po- people knew the name Gunther Stark? You're you were if they correct. Were going yes. to, if they were going to lean into that like that, which again I want to believe they wouldn't, I feel like it would have been like Himmler or Goebbels or like I don't think they could do Hitler, but like I feel like they would want someone a little bit more recognized. Yeah, that that last name's been ruined for a lot of people. Um, uh, you just Hitler's not a good last name anymore. Um, th- all Michael right. Jordan couldn't even save the mustache. <laughs> <laughs> he, all right. he tried to bring it back and it didn't work. Um, I might need you to Google something really quick while I explain this situation because I can't remember the exact name. But whenever Kenza Suzuki almost debuted the first time in 2005, they yes, almost was, gave uh, us, like, I can't think of the Hirohito. name. Hirohito. Hirohito. 
Which was... I need to double check that name, but I think... Because, yeah, they were going to make him the, like, grandson or descendant of the WW... Or the the Japanese World War II... Uh, Commander uh, or something like that. Emperor. Emperor, yeah. thank you. Um, but that same company, what, 16, 17 years later, was going to pull the same bullshit... I'm sorry. Again, it's one of those things where I'm like, it, this wasn't an accident. There's too many things that I can literally point to that I'm like, no, nah, they've tried this before. See, but, and again, like I said, that was 2000. Oh God, that was only 2004, 2005. You know, it's it's a different time. There's different people. You're absolutely I mean, right. Different people, but like, so that, like I said, this, but we're, right now we're only, we're, all we are is discussing motive behind it. And I don't think that's the, the important part. Um, oh yeah, let's get we, to the more important thing of they fucking renamed Walter like somebody who has a Which legitimate I think, I think name I know value I, th- I think I know why this is a guess this is this I have no sort of knowledge but my assumption is that it was is, over no whenever his NXT so he was a NXT UK almost exclusive yeah random appearances with NXT the one Survivor Series appearance but for the most part he didn't want to move to America he wanted to stay in NXT UK now that he seemingly has moved to America, he's joining NXT, you know, full time. That changed the contract. Now that he's part of NXT, I think they want to own Walter, and he said no. So now they're repackaging him. They're giving him a new name. Is That is my assumption. Again, I'm not basing that on anything factual. That's just the only real thing that makes sense to me. Because, yeah, otherwise, why do you repackage someone who... You know, if this was his first time appearing on NXT, sure. But he's not. Like, he's done so much other stuff. I know. And even now, I think they need... What I think they need to do is they really need to just take the L and mulligan this. Because even though his name isn't Gunther Stark, it's just Gunther. Everyone now knows what the rest of it was supposed to be. So now you're only halfway out of it. So, like, I get that it would be weird that he's going to get another name or maybe just like, hey, uh, we're going to let you be Walter. But, like, I feel like they really there's not a good way to keep Gunther as the name at this point. Um, Two things really quick and then we can bounce off this. Um, Two of them are both related to names. The fact that we have Rick Steiner's son and they just won't name him fucking Steiner. Um also, is one of those things why I shouldn't be too shocked. Also, and I love this story. It's one of my favorite stories. Uh, Sean Merriman, who was a former uh, linebacker in the NFL, wanted to be a wrestler. It was after he was like retired, so he was in like his mid-30s. Still in amazing mm-hmm. shape. And this wasn't like Baron Corbin, who was on the practice squad. This was a Pro Bowl lineman. Mm-hmm. Super well-known in the NFL. Um, played for the San Diego Chargers, and he wanted to be in the WWE. And he was like about to sign a contract to start training to be a wrestler. And this guy had like size like it's somebody Vince McMahon's wet dream. And the reason that Sean Merriman did not sign a contract is because Vince McMahon would not let him use his name. Even though the dude had legit outside of WWE name value. So the Mm -hmm. equivalency and this was like it was very short lived when they did this. But that would be like whenever Cain Velasquez wrestled for WWE that one or two times. And they'd have been like your name is not that now. Even though you're a former UFC heavyweight champion who has actually beaten our champion in a, a fight, um, your name is now Gunther Stark. Um, I, fuck it, I'm just going to give him that name uh, because they almost did it to Walter. Uh, but yeah. it's just, I don't get, because like the dude has legitimate I name do, value. I mean, I, 
No, no, I don't, Asa, because again, Walter showed up at Survivor Series 2009. Like, right. Isaac Yankum Kane, you could get away with that because they put Kane in a mask, in a full body suit, and you couldn't tell it was Isaac Yankum. Mm-hmm. What is the difference between Walter and, and Gunther? No, it's like I said, I, I don't I'm not saying it's good. I'm not saying I agree with it at all. I just understand from a business perspective of them wanting complete ownership of the name and the, the, the rights to that, like the trademark. And like, I, I get what, what I get. That what, is what makes sense to me. But like but like I said, I want to make it very, very clear. Changing his name, especially at this point, I think is a mistake. I don't think it makes a ton of sense. Having Sean Merriman like that that's a good example because I always forget that story until you bring it up. Would you actually bring that up quite a bit? Um, it's because they keep changing people's <laughs> fucking names, Asa. <laughs> but like, I I get like okay, no, obviously we want the name value of Sean Merriman, but we're gonna make him Sean, whatever Merriman. Like we'll give him a we'll give him that you know the animal. We'll give him the boss, and that would be fine version of that. Yeah, and then we will own that. But yeah, so um, uh, but yeah, I. I'm curious to see how this plays out because I feel like the backlash really hasn't completely died down, even though now they've, you know, dropped the, the trademark. They're no longer pursuing that. I'll give, but... I'll give one more really quick one mm-hmm. that, because you said like, he's been in the system too long to change his name at this point. And I completely agree with you. The best one I ever saw, if you go back to the very first um, UK tournament at the like final night of the tournament, they had uh, Adrian. Well, they just—it was just Neville at that point. They had Neville come out and cut a promo of just like they didn't have me in the cruiserweight one. Now they don't have me in the UK tournament. He's just blah, like is shit talking, and then Tommy In comes out, mm-hmm. and then they have a match, and it was it was Tommy End. Which, if you don't know who Tommy End is, that is now Malachi Black. Mm-hmm. Tommy End wrestled one time as Tommy End, and it was on a WWE special on the network, and that was it. Yeah, and then a couple like a a couple weeks or a couple months later, he then debuts as Aleister Black. That didn't bother me, although Tommy Ann's a pretty baller name, right? Um, that didn't bother me at all because it at least made sense because we did not get emotionally invested with um Tommy Ann. Tommy Ann as a WWE entity. Yeah, he did the one appearance. Yeah, which like it was, but like you said, this is completely different because Walter has now been years. years like i went uh, to go see i watched him wrestle twice at in 2019 in wwe shows one of them a wwe main card show one of the big four he was he was walter on survivor series and again it's not like kane and isaac yankum i'm going back to it again you complete that's a that is a repackage that is totally fine Unless you're Chavo Guerrero and you want to make him a white person. That was stupid. But like... Nope, nope. We're moving on. We're moving on. We're moving on. <laughs> We're not done. We're done. Uh, AEW's Eddie Kingston has a fractured orbital bone. Orbital. 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 Am I dying? Orbital bone. Orbital bone. This is again from Wrestling Observer Figure 4 Online from Josh Nason. Uh, AEW's Eddie Kingston is out of action for what he hopes is around three weeks after he fractured his orbital bone. Orbital. Orbital. There are less. Bone. There are less syllables that you're giving it. According to Dave Meltzer, I know, but my my mouth just is going. Orbital bone. According to Dave Meltzer, Tony Khan announced that Kingston was injured during Saturday's AEW dark tapings in Orlando, Florida, but did not give specifics. Kingston was part of the commentary team for the shows. Um, and then jumping forward a little bit, if the timetable for his return is accurate, he would be back in plenty of time to build for a match at the March sixth Revolution pay per view. Um, this, 
is ter- obviously terrible news. Every injury sucks. There's never a good time for an injury. Um, but with Mox now coming back and Eddie Kingston being off of the table for AEW, that's a bummer. And then we're going to talk about it here in a little bit, but the GCW R world or the world, uh, pay-per-view this Sunday, uh, it was originally planned. Apparently Eddie Kingston to take on AJ gray, which would have been a amazing match. That would have been killer judging from Twitter. Like that match meant a lot to AJ. So the fact now that's not happening, uh, is a, is a big, uh, is a big bummer and you know speedy speedy and full recovery to eddie yeah who i was on both of our favorite of 21 list wasn't it wasn't he i know for sure he was on mine but i don't remember if you named i him mentioned him a lot you oh yeah you gave him the honorable mention because you actually like stuck to rules and did one of each and i was like no i'm going to talk about everyone i liked yeah because i'm a child so uh and then let's see from cultaholic uh lewis house WWE Raw and NXT moving to sci-fi for two weeks in February. Both WWE Raw and NXT will be bumped from USA Network next month as the channel prioritizes live coverage of the Winter Olympics from Beijing. Raw and NXT will instead air on the sci-fi channel on February 7th and February 14th for Raw and February 8th and February 15th for NXT. Both shows will continue to air in their 8 p.m. Eastern Time time slots. Um, so just as a heads up, if you watch, if you're planning on watching Raw and NXT on television, you're going to need to watch them on sci-fi because they are getting bumped for the Olympics, which in my opinion makes way more sense than for when they were bumped for the Westminster dog show. I was going to make the same joke. I was like, better than some puppies this time. I don't know if it was the puppy bowl, then maybe, but like the Westminster where they're just fancy, like, no, those dogs are not having fun. Let me watch the Puppy Bowl where they're just go, having a blast. Uh, and then final news story of the of the week before we got some other stuff to get into and we are running long, dear Lord. Uh, it was announced again today uh, that Sami Zayn, uh, this was by Fightful. Uh, it's on, again, it's on Fightful Select. I'm not going to read, I'm not going to rip from them. But if you want the full details that they have, you can go to their Patreon and support them. Uh, but Sami Zayn did in fact re-sign a multi-year deal with WWE. Uh, it was rumored that his contract ran out in December and that he had re-signed then, but we are just now getting confirmation that uh, Sami Zayn will stay with uh, WWE. May- Unless they decide they need more budget cuts, but not Mustafa Ali budget. That was a cheap shot. I don't feel good about it, but also like... Nah, they deserve it. Um, yeah. <laughs> good for you. Make that money, boo-boo. I'm a big fan. Like That's my, I think, my mentality when it comes to wrestlers is make your money. Um, mm-hmm. and that's what Sami Zayn is doing. And that dude has definitely earned the right to make his money. Um, I mean, they all have, but like, I, I hold a soft spot in my heart for Sami Zayn. I'm He's old. another one, like between his work for like Sami for Syria, like they're on their way to getting a second mobile clinic going is incredible. Like he's another one where it's just like, I like when Pete, when genuinely like good people succeed. And you, you can tell he's genuinely good because when WWE does some dumb shit, uh, he's like one of the first people to just yeah. the fact that he still has a job is actually very impressive because um, he's called some <laughs> he's got, shit out. Before. But he's also got some deleted tweets in there, which I understand. Like, I get it. I'm not going to fault somebody for, you know, OK, well, I also maybe don't want to just get fired because these oppor- this money allows me to do things like 
the charity work that he does is someone throwing that cat number two <laughs> dear lord i saw I her look it. at the blanket i was like she's gonna do it again <laughs> she's gonna do it again um so yeah but congratulations to Sami Zayn. i've been enjoying his like little mini feud with johnny knoxville uh that's been it's been fun he's always entertaining i do hope we do get the uh what kevin uh, owens talked about of the tag team run with uh the two of them so yeah. now it's a possibility because they're both staying with wwe uh that is it for the news of the week we're moving on real quick we're not going to get to spend as much time as i would have liked to um on this next segment actually screw it it's our show i don't care uh i apologize for going long but this is what i'm most excited to talk about we'll get towards it uh welcome to playing with ourselves the podcast within a podcast it's not that it's just a segment um actually first let me talk about this let me spin y'all hey really quick really quick i'm I'm sorry for asking you to change up the format. Do you want to do the reviews and previews really quick? Like we'll fast fire those and then we'll just kind of go as long as we want to with this playing with ourselves. Cause I would feel bad being like, we still need to get to this. You know what? That's not a bad idea. Um, so this weekend, uh, there is a couple really great opportunities to watch some professional wrestling. If you're in the Midwest area, uh, if you're in, you know, Missouri, uh, Friday night, St. Louis Anarchy returns. Not only are they coming back for 2022, they are returning back to Spalding Hall. And if you are not familiar with St. Louis Anarchy as a company, this is their like home building. And there is such anytime you listen to like a longtime Anarchy fan, wrestler, anyone involved with that company, anytime you listen to them talk about Spalding Hall, you just know immediately how important it is to that company. We and saw it looked like uh, they were. We saw Ray Phoenix kick a dude in the face because he didn't get out of the way of a dive one time. And not a wrestler. We saw a fan get kicked in the face. Hey, they told him to move. They do. Um, but so it is, it's it's super cool that they get to go back because for the longest time it looked like um, that wasn't going to happen. Uh, that they were that, that they weren't going to be back at that venue. But now they are there, uh, at least for this one show. And it's super, super cool the stars might be aligning that I might actually get to go to this one and it'll be my first anarchy show in more than a year. So I am fingers crossed, very excited that I might get to go. Um, Spalding so. is one of those like uh pipe dream places for me to wrestle in. Yeah. Like that would be a really cool one. Cause like there's a lot of like really cool indie history. Cause like I wrestled in the same building that like macho man wrestled in. And that mm-hmm. means a lot to me, but like I really want to wrestle in Spalding hall one time. Yeah. Yeah, it's a really cool place. That would be super cool. But, and this is a really cool card. Uh, The Gateway Heritage Championship uh, sees Gary J. Gary 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 J. uh, Defending the title against Billy Starks. Um, We're gonna get it's KLD and Dak Draper tag teaming against. Oh, it scrolled. Why did it scroll? It's Manders and who is his partner? I like Manders. Or not Manders. Um. I believe it's Moonshine Mantel. Oh, I'm not familiar oh, with that. Oh, my person. internet's down. Oh, don't tell me Uh-oh. that. Keep going. Well, oh, we're still recording, yeah, right? We're yeah, we're going to keep recording. All right, cool. If we lose the call, there just might be a weird edit in the middle of the video. So, yeah. I uh I apologize to that, but You're still good weird. on you're still good on my end, so. Well, maybe Twitter might just be crashing for me because that would be about right. Well, really um, really quick while you're doing that, um to get those, we can talk about CCW really quick. CCW, we have, uh, oh gosh, what's the name of the, the show? Oh man, how do I not know the name of the CCW show? I'm on it. New Year's Chaos. New Year's Chaos. Jesus, that should have been way easier than it was. But we have uh, CCW New Year's Chaos this Saturday. Um, a really stacked card. Uh, 
we unfortunately Blake Christian uh, had to bounce out, but we have Camaro Jackson now, and I just met that guy for the first time like a couple of months back, and that dude is awesome. Like, no, I'm a huge. I'm a, I was so excited to see that because he is a. I got to did work you, with him. Did you see at, his? Did ahead. you did you see his tweet whenever uh, the company like shared it? He just had a tweet of a guy accounting money. <laughs> I was like, oh god, I love this dude. I've not like I've never really talked to him, um, but I'm buddies with a lot of people that he has trained, and um, he like that guy is legit. The fact that you don't see more of Camaro Jackson is uh, if you have a chance to see him on a card, go see it now. Um, I'm willing it. to say that that is not a problem you're going to have for much longer. Nah, dude is so good. I- he, um, he really is. He's great. But like CCW, there's a lot of there's a lot of up and coming gems coming out of CCW. Between um, like Kamara Jackson's first time is going to be there. Uh, we're going to have Alex Zane. Aaron Roberts is somebody that like only gets better every time I see him. Um, That's one of my picks for uh, going to be match of the night is the triple threat for the pure open weight. Uh, Aaron Roberts versus Alex Zane versus Mikey. Yeah, uh, yeah, we're gonna have Mikey there. Uh, that like. I don't want to go down the whole card, but uh, I get to see Brandon Barbwire versus KLD, and that's a match that whenever I see it on paper versus when I really think about it in my head, uh, I am mm-hmm. super excited for. Um, I'm in a match, maybe not sure. Uh, I'm not super thrilled about it, but that's something that we'll probably get on at a later time. Um, but like, just for context, for if you're listening, it's not that Dalton doesn't want to wrestle. It's against his tag team partner that we, they had some issues at the last show. Yeah. And, and it's, now it, there's a one-on-one match against, uh, between Dalton Anthony and Slammer. Yeah. And Mr. 100, it's, it's a story. We'll, we'll probably talk about it eventually, but like the, the whole card, it looks amazing. There's a 10 man scramble with a lot of uh, my friends in it that I'm super excited about. Um, like, it's just, it's one of those things where anytime I see a CCW card like this, the way it's built up and stacked, I get super pumped for it. Um, so yeah, if you're in this area, um, you got two really good chances to watch some great independent wrestling this weekend. Um, and you should yep. definitely take them up on that. Uh, be safe, social distance if you can. If you're around, please wear a mask. Um, that got me heat one I know, time. I know for sure, I know for sure Anarchy is requiring masks. That's yeah. That's call. So, uh, Cape County um, doesn't currently have a mandate, so I don't think CCW will have one. Um, but like, mm-hmm. let's, let's but be safe. Encouraged. They're encouraged. Yeah. Like, and, um, I mean this when I say this, I want to wrestle as much as humanly possible in 2022, 2020 sucked for me professionally, like wrestling wise. Like I got to my heaviest weight 2021. I really started to catch back into a flow and then like, I am super excited for what CCW is going to do in 2022. And I, I don't want the pandemic to shut everything down again. So if you're going out, let's, let's try to care about each other a little bit. Um, and again, if you're yelling at your, uh, audio or your listening device at me saying this, do me a big favor. Uh, the sentiments about if you're a pro that guy that yelled at Moxley, uh, rewind that, listen to it and follow that advice. Cause it's the same thing. Yeah, um, so, um, but yeah, so big weekend, we got, uh, St. Louis anarchy. It's going to be a great show. They always put on a great time. Um, I don't know if they're going to be streaming on Twitch, uh, because if you, it's twitch.tv slash journey, the number two, and then anarchy. So journey to anarchy, give them a follow, check them out. Um, you may get to catch that show for free 
uh, if you're not able to make it to the St. Louis area. Um, I have not heard if CCW, if we were do. I know the last I heard is we were trying to get uh, New Year's Chaos on Fight TV, but I have not heard any kind of update on that. So your best bet if you want to see that show is to show up live if you're able and you feel safe doing so. Um, also, of course, we got Marco Stunt versus QT Marshall and uh, the Outsiders are going to be there signing stuff. Kevin Nash, Scott Hall. So that is too sweet. Um, and then, of course, on Sunday, uh, it's going to be available on cable pay-per-view. It's going to be available online on Fight TV. Uh, but Game Changer Wrestling, GCW, The World, uh, live from the historic, iconic Hammerstein Ballroom. Uh, it's, a, it's an amazing card. I uh, am very, very excited for GCW as a company. This is huge for them for so many reasons. It looks like a great lineup. Uh, of course, the main event uh, for the GCW World Championship is John Moxley defending against Homicide. And that is going to be Ooh. a real cool match of a type of wrestling that I don't personally particularly enjoy, but I'm real tempted to want to watch it. We might so, actually course, we might actually see Moxley drink blood. He, 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 I don't think he was lying when he gave that line. Yeah. Um. So, yeah. And then, of course, Effie versus Jeff Jarrett. Uh, Joey Janela versus Matt Cardona, Ali Catch versus Ruby Soho, uh, Blake Christian versus uh, Jonathan Gresham Ooh. for the ROH title. It's just so mm, so good. So a uh, lot of ways that you can support independent wrestling. And if you're listening to this and you're not from our area, look around, check check out. You know, maybe an hour or two away from you because there's likely a show closer than you think. And the people that you see on those shows could end up being the people that we talk about on this show in a few months, in a few years. So independent wrestling rules, but be safe, take care of each other, you know, all of that. So that is the big weekend for wrestling. I think just Twitter died. So I'm bad because I didn't lose any internet. Yeah, no, I haven't lost you at all. So good. Um, And then moving on to the uh, going, circling back to the playing with ourselves. Uh, This is what I was starting to talk about. This is the yarn I was going to tell y'all. So last week, I'm getting the show notes together. I'm, I'm, I'm going through YouTube and Reddit and, and the news sites that I visit. And I see a headline that says, New Andre the Giant Super 7 figure. I was like, oh, cool. Dalton has been talking about the Super 7 figures, and, and that'll be cool for he, him to talk about. But then I couldn't find that link again. I was like, oh, what, what's going on? Okay, so I asked him. I was like, hey, have you heard anything about this new Andre the Giant yet? No, haven't heard it. Don't know what you're talking about. So I'm like, well, dang. So I start Googling around. I can't find anything. The only thing I can find is from like a year or two ago. And then I was like, oh, I know what happened because I logged back onto YouTube. And because the algorithm is broken, it was showing me a suggested video from like last year of a preview of a figure that came out earlier. I was like, oh, I misread it. I didn't see the timestamp. There's no new Andre. And it's also like, it's also super important to know. I literally showed him that figure like two months ago. So I also thought that that was a thing that happened because we found that figure that he saw in the year ago. So like, I was like, yeah, I haven't heard anything. But no, it turns out there is a new Super 7 Andre the Giant figure. It's him in his stupid yellow tights. Just, just, oh, I was so mad. Dalton, Dalton sent me the picture and I was just like, after we were done recording, and I was just like, I am furious. That yeah. being said, it's a pretty tight figure. Like, I like it. Um, I'm probably not going to buy it because Super 7 with their human faces, they don't do great. But, like, it's pretty bare bones. 
um, compared to the first one, but like it's pretty dope. Like I don't know why I enjoy Andre and Yellow Tights so much, but I really do like it. Uh, maybe if this Gals and Anderson rocks my socks, I may end up springing for the Andre because I actually don't really have a great Andre the Giant um, figure at all. Like I have one and it's okay. Uh, but if I get this Super Seven, I can. Uh, maybe mutilate the current elite I have and make it into a big show, like the giant big show from WCW, and that would be pretty pretty cool. Uh, but yeah, maybe in two years, whenever Super 7 finally decides to release it, we might be able to review the Super 7 Andre. Yeah, so we'll see. We'll keep an eye out. Um, other bit of wrestling action figure news, if you're interested, is that today, or today, yesterday, yesterday, the... Uh, AEW Unmatched Series 3 where it became available for pre-order on Ringside Collectibles. Uh, not a sponsor, although that would be cool. Um, but that is the wave that is uh, Dark Order. So you got Brody Lee, Evil Uno, Stu Grayson, Anna Jay, and John Silver. Uh, I immediately locked my pre-order in. I am very, very excited to get my hands on those. They look really, really cool. I'm a big fan of the Dark Order. And of course, Brody Lee. So that's going to be awesome. Yeah, uh, and then, a lot of. And we'll finally I think, get our answer if those if those figures come with the cards in the box or out of the uh, box. If they're separate. Yep. Um, I I really like this uh, setup for a uh, line. There was supposed to be a Darby uh, LJN, which was fine. Uh, it just mm-hmm. wasn't able to fit the box properly, so they had to like fix that problem, which was kind of weird. But uh, the fact that we're getting an entire wave of figures that's all Dark Order. Um, that were going to be just regular uh, unrivaled style figures. Uh, I was super excited about. I love the Dark Order. Uh, they were my tag team of the year last year. Um, if you go back and listen to that uh, on the AEW side, uh, I just love that for once. And they didn't give us everybody, and I get that because there's like eight people in that that stable. But they gave us five, and it's like here, here you can start your Dark Order collection here. Um, and all of the figures are pretty dope. I believe that Brody Lee is going to... Well, he is coming with the... If you get the regular version, which if anybody gets the Chase version, send me a picture of it. Like, <laughs> I won't even try to offer a price, but like, I just want to see that it really exists. But the regular uh, Brody Lee is coming with the red TNT strap. And um, I think he actually comes with the papers to throw at Evil Uno and the rest of the Dark Order. And that's amazing. It's one of those things that like in wrestling, like I cry over weird things. Um, but anytime I've seen the papers since his passing, I cry. Like I tear up. It happens every time. I don't know why it's the papers. Um, mm-hmm. but like the fact that I'm getting that in an action figure, like super pumped. The part that broke me on the BTE thing was the you bump for Sue. you better fucking fall down you fall (laughs) down for sue and then he does the ah he does the i'm melting from uh wizard of oz also the fact that we haven't gotten sue yet is a bummer uh because she's part of chaos i don't know why she doesn't have an action figure yet she'll get Uh, a super seven figure soon oh Oh, she'll she'll be in the she'll be in the new japan line Ah. um and then they'll they'll release the van and it'll cost eight hundred dollars. I'll buy it. I'll buy it. I don't uh, care. <laughs> uh, and then the final story that we're going to talk about for the night before we let you all out of here uh, is we got our first trailer and news leaks of WWE 2K22. 
Uh, it's the new first WWE 2K game since the disastrous release. And that's not being mean. That is just a statement of fact, a statement of fact uh, of 2K20. And before we get into, oh, I don't need Twitter to be down for me, though. What do you want to talk about? I might have it memorized. Well, I, I wanted to I wanted to start with Michaela and Jared Smith's comments because both of them uh, talk to us on ner- at nerdiest part on Twitter, just like you can if you want to be part of the show. Uh, OK, I got it pulled up on my phone. Uh, I had just asked, you know, what you thought of the new trailer that came out. Uh, Michaela Minton. I like how they made the superstars look realistic. And I also like that they have GM mode on there. Uh, GM mode is a cool mode. I'm very curious to see what they do with that. And then um, uh, our friend Jared uh, Smitty, it looks good overall. You can tell that they got better scans for the models than before. There's some graphical depth that wasn't there before. I'm still not sure if I can purchase it, though, after the 2K20 debacle. But I'll let them prove me wrong if they're able. And I think a cautious skepticism is earned here. Yeah. Um, The trailer we got, I was very underwhelmed by personally we didn't get a really any real gameplay um it was just weird jokey at the studio um it did show that even like the trailer's already out of date since roman reigns was riding around with paul Heyman, which again like i that's that's a real minor just petty little gripe like that's stuff happens like that yeah. but with this obviously going to be a very out of date roster um after all the cuts that have been made that's going to be uh harder to do so i i don't know the graphics in the trailers are never the problem you're not going to see those ridiculous glitches and stuff um in the trailer they're gonna hide that you're not gonna see that until gameplay comes out there was a couple of weird choices they made like they were in mid getting up animation and somebody hit him with a chair and it didn't look correct i think they cut before it could have looked really like hokey but um because, like, I play these games more than you do, so I was very much trying to tune in tune in to see what I was, like, going to see. And everything was very canned animation heavy, which, like, I mean, that's what you want. That's what's going to look the best. Right. Um, but there was a few things where I'm like, oh, this could go one of two ways, honestly. Um, I am screwed. And you know why I'm screwed. Because the Super Deluxe Collector Edition has um, X-Pac oh. on the cover. And again, yeah. like, I'm fucked. Like, there's no there's no way around <laughs> it, Asa. Um, they fucked me. Um, <laughs> I have to buy it. And I have to buy the most expensive version of it. Which, like, for, like, four or five years, me and Shannon from uh, Podzilla 1985, we were... That was a tradition. We, yeah. w- we would buy the Collector's Edition... We would, and then we would spend all day, like, I would take off work, We he was working at Gaming Grounds, so he was at work, and we spent literally open to close playing it. Um, we didn't do that for 2K20, thank God. Um, and I we will not get to do it this year. But we had, there was a lot of fun buying those ultimate, like, those super awesome editions of the game. Because you would get the game, and then you would get the super cool DLC that drops with it, which um, sounds kind of lame this year, but honestly, I dig it. To get three different versions of The Undertaker, and they are three completely different versions, and they actually look like they cared about the scans a little bit more than what they used to. Mm-hmm. Um, I really like getting uh, Phantom Taker. I don't know why that is super cool to me. Hopefully, he gets like his own move set to be more 1995 Taker. Um, Which, real quick, uh, the three three versions of 
Undertaker. That's not a DLC. That is a pre-order bonus. Pre-order bonus. My bad. I just. I don't, no. That's fine. I'm just. Yeah. I'm just getting that. Getting that out yeah. there. Um, it looks like we're going to get a pretty full NWO, uh, DLC pack or pre-order bonus with the NWO for life version. And we haven't gotten that since 2k14. I do think that it's going to lack in comparison to 2k14 because in 2k14, we got, uh, Vincent, we got, (laughs) um, Kurt Henning. And we also got Scott Steiner, three names that I do not think we'll get again like that. Um, but I'm, ah, oh man, I'm really optimistic for this, this game. I do think we get Eric Bischoff, which is like kind of cool. But hopefully, if we get six, we also get X Pac. Um, hopefully, the game plays. I'll leave it there. Uh, so let me real quick. Let me uh, break this down for you. This is from Matthew Aguilar at ComicBook.com. Uh, he has a breakdown of every edition of the game that has been announced so far. And uh, buckle up. The standard edition will be available for $59.99 on previous-gen platforms, PlayStation 4, Xbox One, consoles, and PC, and for $69.99 on current-gen consoles, PlayStation 5, and Xbox Series X. The cross-gen bundle will be available for $79.99 and includes the digital standard edition and the Starcade 96 Rey Mysterio pack. Across Ooh. previous across previous and current gen within the same PlayStation and Xbox consoles. So it's not cross-platform, but it'll be cross-generation. So if you get it on PS4, you'll have it on PS5. If you get it on Xbox One, you get it on One X. Asa, if they put that Phantom Gear in the game, I am fucked twice. I'm getting... Let me get... We're, I'm, we're still rolling. We're still rolling. The Deluxe Edition. So we've had Standard, Cross-Gen, and now Deluxe will be available for $99.99 for the PS4, PS5, Xbox One X, uh, and X- Xbox One and Series X mm-hmm. in both physical and digital formats and on PC. The, digi- the Deluxe Edition includes the Standard Edition plus the Undertaker Immortal Pack, a season pass to all five post-launch DLC content packs. Man, I wish I knew the what those My were. Rise, yeah, the My Rise Mega Boost and Supercharger Packs, limited edition WWE Supercard content, Included inbox for physical copies only. And players who pre- players who pre-order the deluxe edition before March eighth, twenty twenty-two, which is the release date for the game, will also receive early access to the game three days ahead of launch. Players who purchase the PS Five or Xbox Series X edition will also receive the Starcade '96 Rey Mysterio pack. And then there is the NWO Four Life Edition will be available for $119.99 Fair. For, uh, for all platforms. PS4, last-gen, previous-gen, last-gen, current-gen, PC. Spent longer, could have just read them all off. Uh, celebrating 25 years of the faction that turned the sp- sports entertainment world on its head, in addition to the standard edition and all bonus content included in the deluxe edition, the NWO4 Life Edition comes with my faction EVO cards, and alternate NWO attires for Hollywood Hogan, Scott Hall, Kevin Nash, and Six, plus a playable Eric Bischoff character. WCW Sold Out 1997 and WCW Bash at the Beach 1996 arenas and the NWO Wolfpack Championship. I'm fucked! Players who pre-order the NWO 4 Life Edition before March 8th will also receive early access to the game three days ahead of launch. Uh... Players who pre-order the Standard Edition and Cross-Gen Digital Bundle will also receive the Undertaker Immortal Pack, which includes the three additional Undertaker Personas, My Faction EVO cards for Undertaker, 
My Faction perks and bonuses, including an Undertaker My Faction logo card, wallpaper card, and nameplate card, all for Undertaker. Uh, this pack is also included in the Deluxe Edition and NWO 4 Life Edition at launch. Now, I see a huge problem here, having read that. And I might be misunderstanding. So if you want the NWO stuff, you want to play as Eric Bischoff, you you want the NWO skins. Yeah. So you get the, you spend $120. Yes. To get that edition of the game. Uh Uh-huh. That makes it sound like you then have to turn around and buy the full DLC after the fact. That whole, uh, the season pass to all five post-launch DLC content packs that comes with the deluxe edition, that is $100. So... I until we get more information until this is sparsed out a little bit better. I don't want to I don't want to discuss it a lot because I don't want to put bad information out there more than if I already have. I will say that most I, of I'm the gonna time I'm going to try I will say just real quick, I will try this week to get that more ironed down to what, you know, maybe the NWO pack contains everything. This was just transcribed incorrectly or it was a little confusing. Based off of um, previous uh 2K editions the mm-hmm. I think there was only one that didn't come with the season pass, but we knew that going in. Um, the super awesome collector's edition, so this one is the four life, that will more than likely include the season pass because just basing it off a of precedent, it usually almost always does. There was one that doesn't, Actually, but I can't remember what it was. Here we go. Uh, this is Matt Elfring at GameSpot.com. Uh, the breakdown includes NWO for Life Edition, $120, includes content from Standard and Deluxe Editions. So that includes the, the DLC, the full DLC. All right, packs. then we're good. Yeah. Because that's because that's in the Deluxe Edition. So, okay, I, I take back what I said. That seems to be on par. So, cool. Um, so you get all the extra Taker stuff. You get the Rey Mysterio skin. You get the DLC. You get the NWO stuff. Uh, for uh, that's an extra twenty dollars over the deluxe edition. So, and I know you play supercard, so you get supercard stuff to go with it too. Yeah, no, I was gonna buy it anyway because I get supercard stuff, and it's usually the highest ranked card at the time. And that is this the. F- Sorry, go ahead. I that, just I had a question that burst out of my skull, and I um, Shannon would always brother me up and give me the supercard thing, so my deck would like level up super fast. Uh, but anyway, uh, what were you about to say? So, this. Typically, is this what did 2K20 come with like a physical thing that you could get like the like a statue or signed piece of ring or something like that? Do you remember? Uh, It did. It was the. Oh, fuck. I can't remember what the edition was. Um, It might have been. the No, Ric Flair was 19. There was there was something with like a deluxe edition that was like a hundred dollars and you got um mankind and the rock uh but it oh it was the smackdown edition it was like the 20th anniversary of smackdown or some shit like that including yeah i'm on wikipedia including a signed card that featured a signed plaque from either kurt angle edge or ray mysterio because mine's edge so yeah and uh and a plaque featuring a piece of the smackdown 2002 to 2003 2008 ring mat so is this the first 2k edition without some sort of like 
physical incentive aside from the uh, super card stuff. The super card stuff that looks like it's going to be physical. Like there's no memorabilia or collectible like item. Um, I don't have an exact answer for that. Um, two because I remember like two K fifteen T one had the Finn Balor statue. Fifteen was so I'm just I'm gonna go whenever two K just straight up owned it instead of the one that they took over from THQ last minute. That was fourteen. Mm-hmm. Uh, I want to say fourteen had an Undertaker edition because they were they were riding the streak pretty hard then. But don't quote me on that. 15 was Hulkamania. Shannon got that one. I didn't. 16 was NXT. 17 was... Um, shit, it might have been another NXT. But from 16 to 20, me and Shannon got the collector's editions. Mm-hmm. Um, every time. There was like a really cool Ric Flair one that came with like an exclusive Funko Pop. Actually, I'm not sure Shannon got that one. I definitely did because I still have the Funko Pop. Um, but there was like some better. There was the You Can't See Me edition. That version kind of blew. Um, some of them are hit and miss. It would be cool if like last minute they say like, hey, the NW one, if you get, you're going to get it in this kind of box. But I they didn't announce that. So I don't know why. Like that would be the time to announce it was this gameplay trailer, which wasn't a gameplay trailer. That being said, I'm so. pretty stoked for the game. Especially if the roster, like, is super outdated. Um, because then I get to play with some people that I want to play as. Like, if Bronson Reed's still there, let's go. That's my that's my uh, everyday <laughs> pick. But uh, I'm excited for it because I think, I think they took one on the chin really hard with 20. And the fact that we got that Battlegrounds game, which did not go over super well, I think they know that, like, hey... We have a chance to rebuild the audience right here, and if we don't hit this out of the park, we're fucked. Hopefully, they take that seriously and they try to knock this one out of the park. I will say, from everything that like we've seen, like from development side and like gaming stories and stuff, um, I think they. It's not like they didn't want to or they didn't care. It was just they were constantly being undercut by like, oh hey, the roster's changing, and and plus, yeah, making a video game or any video game that gets made is a miracle as it is. So it's. It's going to be a challenge for sure. I obviously don't want them to fail. I've been pretty outspoken about how I don't super enjoy the 2K style simulation games in the past. Obviously, 20 was a disaster. Um, but I, this is one that very much I cannot in good conscience tell anybody to pre-order it if you're excited. This is super a wait and see type situation. They, put, they like, put X-Pac on the cover, Asa. No, I get it. I understand that you're wrong. Yeah, uh, but for our listeners out there who are like on the fence, um, you know, there's we still got a lot. We still got two months, or we a little over like a month and a half until the game releases, and there's going to be a big build up. They're going to do a roster reveal more than likely. Uh, there's usually a deal with IGN. I don't know if that's going to continue or not. You know, that deal may have changed. Who knows? But there, there's going to be plenty more news to come out of this. So, you know, keep your eyes open. Maybe wait for some actual gameplay previews to come out if we get them. Uh, cause every game marketing is different. So, uh, who knows, but I hope it's great. I hope it's fun. I hope it's so good. It ends up making me want to buy it, but it, it's, it's all just, well, let's, let's see how this plays out. Yeah. Let's just see how it plays out. So, 
Uh, but that's going to do it for us for the week. Uh, sorry this one went so long, but there was a lot of stuff to talk about, and we hope you stuck around for it. Uh, don't forget, next week, uh, two episodes. First one will be the actual news of the week, and then, of course, the special live interview with Kind of Funny's Greg Miller over at twitch.tv slash Games Friday, January 28th, 5 p.m. Central Time. Uh, we will talk about our weekend at CCW with wrestling and anarchy. Hopefully, fingers crossed, I can make it. Um, plus whatever crazy new stuff happens. Uh, until then, follow me on Twitter, twitter.com slash the five star man. That's with the number five. Uh, follow Dalton on Twitter, PZ85DAnthony. Follow the show on Twitter at Nerdiest Part. Uh, keep your eyes out because I might be making us a TikTok and we'll see what kind of weird stuff we put on there. Uh, if, if, you, if you're into the whole TikTok thing. Um, I think you probably should be because I'm pretty sure I am the last person on earth to download it. So, uh, but until next time, again, if you like this episode, share it with your friends, spread it out there. Uh, if you want to rate us on iTunes or Spotify or whatever you listen to your podcast services on, it's greatly appreciates it. It helps recommend us to other people. And so hopefully we can get a big group and a, you know, nice community to talk about what we love in professional wrestling because wrestling is the best. So until next week, we will talk to you very, very soon. Thank you so much. Y'all mean the world to us.